three. Go. Ah, shoot. There we go. I'm not used to opening wine in a can. Hey guys, uh, this is Cody the Arizona Wine Monk. I'm here with Gary the Beer Captain for another one of our regular, fun, exciting podcasts. We are drinking the Grand Canyon Wine Company Traveler 2014 in a can while we're doing an oil change. Uh, because the last time we did a podcast with a Grand Canyon wine, we were repairing a car window, and it just seemed to fit the mode of things. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the one we were drinking last time was not from a can, but we'll manage. From when I remember, this is a GSM blend. Tastes like it. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm guessing booty fruit or Benita Springs, one or the other. Your guess is better than mine. Uh, I honestly don't know offhand. Um, I didn't think to ask, and I expect someone will correct us in the comments, but I'm going to assume booty fruit because uh, historically that's where Grand Canyon got most of their grapes, was booty, uh, made by Blomsky and the gang over at Page Springs. Um, but anyway, we're continuing the tradition, and uh, just so you know, do not try this at home. We are trained wine drinking professionals. Do not mix wine drinking and car work unless you are me. I'm watching. Well, that helped me a little bit. Couldn't get my lovely assistant in for the day, so now I have to do. Yeah, I know, I'm not that pretty. I found the filter. I don't have nearly as much cleavage as your normal assistant. <laughs> so this is the first oil change we've done on this truck. Uh, Chevy Silverado, it's the wine mobile, it's named Manos, after Manos the Wonder Worker. And, um... Yeah, it's the first time I've worked on the truck, other than the uh, debacle before the Chardonnay podcast. Oh, yeah. So, I, we didn't really go into that in the Chardonnay podcast, but uh, my car had a flat tire. Oh, and I did not just have a flat tire. It was blown out to all hell. And my thought was, okay, well, I know how to change a tire. It'll be fine. Why isn't this working? Why can't I get my tire off? Why can't I get this jack to work? Turns out my jack is missing a piece. Which I need to get a new jack at some point. Yes, you should, certainly should do that. So anyway, that was fun. So not knowing what else to do, I called Gary to the rescue. And then uh, did not get to church that day. Neither of us did, actually. Yeah. So we drank instead that afternoon. Chardonnay at a... Uh, Chino Valley. And some lovely little beers over at uh, Black Hole. Oh, yeah. Always, we never did do the beer podcast, but that's okay. Yeah. We'll get to it eventually. Oh, sweet. Yes? Your filter is in the most amazing possible spot. Well, second only to that of the Subarus that I worked on. Oh? The Subarus have the filter way up front in the engine bay so that you can just kind of like reach under, not have to do anything, and grab it. 
Yours is right next to the drain plug, and it's facing down. So it's not going to be a mess like it is in my Honda. Oh, thank God. Or really any other freaking car I've ever worked on. Yeah, I remember when I messed that Subaru, or not the Subaru, um, the, the Pultima. Yes. The car that was continuously at the edge of failure. Until the car that taught me better St. Paul's words about unceasing prayer than years of church. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty terrible car, but... We kept it running for a full year longer than my godparents had planned. They were like, you kept that going for how long? <laughs> Mostly because they had that parts car for me. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So I'm trying to get down here so I can see what you're doing. Einstein, please get out of my face. I'm trying to learn. I'm just tightening up the drain plug on the your oil pan after it's been drained. Which is not the transmission fluid. I made sure of that first. Oh, thank goodness. That would have been awkward. Yes. Expensive. Transmission fluid ain't cheap. It's true. That fell out of my pocket. Ah, great. I'm going to need one of those rags, preferably a smaller one. There we go. Thank you. Sometimes I feel like a surgeon doing this. Scalpel, forceps. Rag. Rag. Ragamuffin. Scalpel ratchet. Ow. Fucking hell. Hot. Yep. And I need my filter wrench, which uh, I should have brought down. Tell me where it is. Uh, over on the backboard. It looks like, um, well, it's on. Um, what are you doing? Oh, you're drinking Cody's wine. Einstein, <laughs> no. Uh, I'll just get up point it out to you the first time. This, isn't it? No. Oh, well, yes, but not for this car. Oh, well, I was... Actually, I have four different oil pressure ranges. That's for Christie's car. This is the one I want now. This one's specific to the Jeep. This one's just all around. Yeah, I know we've used both of those before on vehicles that I've had. At least I think. And we didn't use the silver one because that was Christie's. Hey! Do not drink my wine. Too late. Do not drink more of my wine. <laughs> Right there. Take off this piece. Put it on this piece. This goes on. Well, once I switch the wrench over to the proper setting, this goes on top. And as I clamp down on it, or wrench down on it, converts that mechanical force into rotational energy and clamps down on the filter as well. The only problem with filters that face well upwards is that it makes a mess initially coming off, but it doesn't last all that long. Not an inconvenience. And then a downward filter like this one then takes well, longer or? Well this one the 
the um, opening is facing up. Oh. So it's leaking down the side of the filter as I'm trying to unscrew it. Ah. Which makes a mess, but it's better than having it to the side, which makes a bigger mess, and it's better than having it over a frame member, Honda. Making me buy a special tool to not mess up my freaking frame and think I have an oil leak for the first two weeks after I changed it. So what you can do, Kelly, okay, is you can take the other filter out of that box. I already opened it up. You can open up that oil. And put some in there. Just a splash, though. Like maybe that much in the bottom. Got it. But make sure you spill a little bit on the top so that you can wipe that seal with oil. All right. Einstein, do not come near the oil holder, please. Hey, Einstein, leave it. Let's play. got a couple of black gloves sitting over this way. They've got rubberized uh, palms and fingers. They're ah, the there ground. they are, on the ground. Yep. There you go, sir. The thing that I use these for is grabbing hot engine oil filters and not burning my hands and not getting oil all over my hands. because they're really great when you're sorting fruit that has been uh, in a reefer truck for a couple of days or come in when it's 28 degrees outside or 34 degrees outside. Oh yeah, so that way your hands are warm. And your hands don't go numb as quickly. They still go numb, but... It's not a problem we've faced at Passion, that's for sure. Certainly not. goes on, tighten it till it's snug, and then go a quarter turn, and you're good to go as soon as we fill you up. Excellent. Ah.
I'm getting mo notes of motor fuel. Wait, that's you, my hands. Use motor oil? Um, <laughs> oh wait, that's my hands. No, for that. a GSM and a can, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, and the used motor oil and diesel exhaust and truck tires is not uncommon for a buoy fruit, so. <laughs> I think that's a vineyard everybody loves to hate. Now that it's gone, it's a lot easier to hate. A lot easier to hate. But we've, without pissing people off. Yeah, although I've had some pretty good wines from fruit coming from that vineyard. Including our own. Right, we've all had good wines from that vineyard. It just takes a lot of work to get there. Start pouring. Yep, that entire thing goes in. All right. Well, that's a fun noise. <laughs> so what notes are you getting on that wine? I haven't tasted it in a while. Which one's mine? Uh, whichever one has more. Now, at this point, dear, it doesn't really matter. Right. Okay, this is fine. See, in which you signed your first bottle today. I did. Lots of big strawberries and cream and no real tannins to speak of. Yeah, it's crisp. It's not as acidic as I think it should be for something that you're going to be drinking while you're hiking, but because mm -hmm. you know I like that acidity. And honestly, I wouldn't drink a red while I was hiking. Well, maybe if you were in winter, but maybe. But oh, I'm more of a white wine guy. So now, which one is which? The one on, that's closer to me is mine. Got it. One more quarter oil in there. A little bit of clove, too, on the palate. None of the Latakea that I'm used to with Arizona Syrah or GSMs, but... I would be willing to bet this is predominantly G. Yeah, and Grenache. And just just a, from what we can see on the top of the candle, it's pretty light. Yeah, just a hint of acetone. Ah, uh, not. I, I prefer a little bit more than a hint of S and M in my life, but sorry, I had to go there. Because <laughs> if you, if I hadn't, you would have. Oh yeah, I was kind of hoping you would let me go there, but you're Gary. Really... I've known you for a long time, but if it was gonna happen, bro, it would have happened. I was going to say, you're clearly more Fifty Shades of Fucked Up than I am. <laughs> yeah, that's probably pretty true. And with that... Ah... <laughs> uh. So, oil's in, filter's on. All we need to do now is put the dog inside, fire it up, let it circulate for a couple minutes, and then let it settle for a couple minutes and check this at the right level, and we're done. Sounds good. Well, gang, thanks for joining us this night for the Traveler 2014 Arizona Red Wine in the Can, GSM from Grand Canyon Wine Company. 
to continue our series, I will have to review uh, another Grand Canyon while we work on the car again some other time. Some other time. In the meantime, cheers. Click. Yeah, it makes a kind of funky click noise. Much like the Ultima did. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Till next time. Signing off.